Hello, welcome to Spoiler Alert, Kyron Wheatley here, and uh, getting very excited for next Tuesday is the next live Spoiler Alert, Luke, he's your dad, is what it's called. Uh, you can get tickets at giantdwarf.com.au. Extra excited because two of the people who are going to be on the stage that very night are here in my lounge room with me. First of all, hello to best boy Ray Badron. Hey, Kyron. How are you? Very good. Thanks for uh, having me along. I brought my book. I brought... Uh, ten, 10 Bad Dates with De Niro, I've spoken about before, but... You've spoken at length about this yeah. book before. It's a good book because you can read it like two pages at a time, you know, you don't need to have a, a big concentration, whatever we're talking about, <laughs> you know. Yeah, concentration clearly an issue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also here, Laura Hughes, one of the guests for next Tuesday. Hey, Laura. Hi, how are you doing? Thanks for coming along. Thanks for having me. Normally we say... Um, we ask our guests to bring a, a DVD to throw into the charity bin, but you're going to be doing that on Tuesday. Yes. Have you got any thoughts about what you might be throwing away? Well, I don't. I move around a lot, so I don't actually have DVDs. Oh, yeah, it's 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> They're on the cloud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I leave everything on a cloud. Um, but I'm going to try and get a VHS, I think. Nice. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a lot of VHSs when you were a kid? I had one. That I remember that I loved. Um, what was that? The Wizard of Oz that I watched on repeat. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> the very first contact I ever had with Star Wars was VHS um, because Family Friends, The Pounds, uh, which is like quintessential family friend name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, one of their kids, Mike Pound, was in my year and he had on VHS the original Star Wars movies. Cool. And it took more, like it wasn't just three VHSs because they were you know, they were long and they obviously, I don't know, they took up a lot of magnetic tape and so yeah. they ran for like six VHSs, I seem to have in my memory. And they were in like for a For one movie? Set. Yeah. Well, no, for all of the Star Wars movies. Well, the original so two, Star two Wars. Two per movie. Yeah. I can't, what I'm saying is I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, that was like my first like going over to his place and it was in the cabinet and it had, it was like themed, the, the packaging was all themed like Darth Vader's helmet. Oh, that's cool. So it was like all Star Wars-y. Yeah. I can't remember ever having to put in two movies for one movie. For one movie. Yeah, two videos for one movie. Mm-hmm. DVDs, you know, when you, when they first came out and like a whole series would be one DVD case. Mm. Like I bought Seinfeld for like 30 bucks for like the first two episodes of the first season. Oh, for two episodes. Yeah, and then like 30 bucks for the next two. Like the whole first season cost me like $120 <laughs> and they're all in like, you know. Big, Do you still have them? No, no, I've got nothing. <laughs> Went bankrupt a while ago. Yeah. The court case was huge <laughs> and uh, it all had to go. <laughs> Did you watch them again and again? The yeah. Well, then later, speaking of double ups, later on, uh, my dad. Um, went to Frank Prouse Electronics and bought the latest in Laserdisc technology. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the 90s. And so we had a Laserdisc. And obviously, the, the kind of film that they put on at those sorts of places, you know, like the home cinema shops, they don't yeah. really do them anymore. But there used to be like shops that were make one of your rooms into the ultimate home cinema. And you'd oh, go yeah. in there oh, yeah. and there'd be like locked off rooms with the perfect surround sound and the big screen. And they'd put in these laser discs, which were, you know, a foot wide or whatever. To, and 
one of the films they always would show is Star Wars because the effects that were on it in the 90s were you know, still spectacular yeah. with all the sound and everything. And and how many movies did they make on Laserdisc as well? I know. You know it would have only been the top ones. Yeah. It would have only been your Star Wars and yeah. stuff like that. Well, we didn't order any. We didn't own any. We like rented them. So you'd go back to Frank Prouse and... Uh, <laughs> And, and like get your next epic film on Laserdisc, like Braveheart or something. <laughs> we got kicked out of a lot of um, blockbusters and movie rental places because we never returned movies. And I remember one time we had a a bill of seven hundred dollars or something that we'd racked yeah, up from unreturned, well. and so we just couldn't, we just wouldn't go there again. Yep. So we just stopped going to that place. And by, <laughs> by after a couple of years, we ended up having to go two suburbs away <laughs> to get yeah. any movie rental. Driving three cities away. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, it's got to be a weekly. It took us two days to get here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess that's all just going to go. We're not going to have that clutter in our houses anymore. We're throwing away DVDs. It has yeah. gone. It's gone already. It's gone now. It's already yeah. gone. In the last move, we threw away most of it. We had we had a lot. We threw away most of them, and just kept things that we'll throw away in five years' time. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I had about I've I've sold almost all my DVDs and I gave away the rest, but I had about two thousand and it was stupid. Oh, yeah, it was just Whoa. stupid. I used to just buy them instead of renting them. I got to a point where I buy them. <laughs> and what do you do with it? I'd watch them a few times, and then I had them on a bookshelf. <laughs> And then they sat there and they thought, I'm going to sell these. I'm going to sell these and be rich. I started trying to sell them and it took, it was more effort than it was worth really to sell them. So I just gave them away. You yeah. gave them the idea actually to give them away to a charity. Yeah. Which I never thought of doing before. It hurt. But uh, yeah, I gave it away. I got, I got that idea from Mark Fennell who gave away his movie. When Mark Fennell. He was the first person to give to charity, I think. <laughs> <laughs> his movie, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have done that with the dvds too because i refused to get into new technology after i got burnt by the mini disc i never, oh. I've, never I've never been into music i've never really been i got a mini disc and i was like oh this is cool like all right i'm gonna make these mini discs i like tapes i recorded all these they, mini discs were around for two weeks for fucking they had a, they had a lifespan of two weeks probably and i, I converted every cd and if i could find into this mini disc carry around with these floppy discs in my pocket like <laughs> you can't they don't even look like they would go into anything else like they're they're floppy discs <laughs> and they record them like a tape like they went back and technology like cds were good and then these went back into a tape and disc form like molded anyway yeah i'm not buying anything after that thing are you on netflix have, am i netflix yeah i love it yeah i love it and i love hiding my ip address so i can get the different netflix from all over the world yep. a lot of illegalities coming out tonight today why is that? Well, you're stealing from the video stores. Yeah, yeah. My parents told me about like responsibility. Always yeah. used to fast forward through that. Age. Would you steal a car? Bit of the, of the VHS, yeah, I'm obviously. Like, boring. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it because different countries have like the UK one is really good. Uh, Mexico is great. <laughs> but then. Yeah, Mexico. Yeah, Reese reckons the Swedish one's one of the best. Yeah, yeah, because there's. We've got a pretty shit Netflix mm. in Australia. Because of the way the licensing is so controlling here or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just go on a world tour, baby. IP address and yep. tour Netflix around the world. Uh, favorite Netflix country? Uh, I like the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice of shows. Got all that BBC stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
all those sorts of things. You're on yeah. Netflix, right? No, not on Netflix. So what do you do now? You got rid of your DVDs. You're not on Netflix. No, I just uh, ABC News Twenty Four. Yeah. I do. I do a lot of ABC iView and a lot of uh, SBS on demand. That's they're pretty good. They and you know between the two of them, they fit. They fill the job of Australian Netflix. Got to you know, go to the movies a bit. Yeah. Watch Mon. You know Fargo's out now. Comes out a day later than the US on SBS on demand. It's pretty good. You're one of the few people that are left at the whim of the programmers. Yeah, I don't want to don't want to give them the benefit. I'm not at their whim. I'll choose what to watch. But yes, <laughs> there's a big selection on there nowadays. So on on especially, I think all the stations are turning turning that way. Like Netflix, yeah. like there's a big movie selection on SBS as well. Um, I've got a hard drive with a lot of stuff on it. Where'd um, you get the stuff on the hard drive? Mate, not from you and your mates, Laura. Legitimate <laughs> 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 streams. <laughs> Wherever they may be. <laughs> I don't know. My friend just gave them to me yeah. and said, <laughs> I definitely got these legally. Here's a hard drive. <laughs> I, used to, I used to live with a guy who had like so much shit on his hard drive, including all of like Seinfeld or something. Yeah. And then we got Netflix and it's available on Netflix. You can watch you know, yeah. a lot of the stuff that he had on the hard drive where you could watch on Netflix. He'd still watch it on the hard drive in the shitty quality just because he was used to, like he just yeah. it's like, oh, I know it's there. I just know, I know where it is. And I was like, but you can do this legally. Like we're doing it legally. You're paying for it now yeah. at the moment currently and still go for the hard drive. I don't know why, but that pissed me off. <laughs> watch it on the Netflix. Yeah. I like Netflix. It's so cheap as well. Well, mm. YouTube, you've got like a lot of lot of uh, the full full versions are on YouTube now. You've got Crackle as well. You can stream heaps of the stuff online as well, so it's pretty good. You don't need to uh, need to really. Download. Crackle was one of the original, really. Yeah, that was like that was out ages ago. Mm. That was like two thousand and ten, two thousand eleven. They Do you know Crackle? No, I don't know Crackle. That's why I was very quiet. Well, they produce they produce the comedians and cars getting coffee oh. with Seinfeld. That was like their first success before yeah. that was just filled with shit i think yeah. it was sony's i think it was sony's and they were still worried about like what this new world of streaming so instead of putting on their like their biggest hits and letting people stream them just stuff that was never had a chance of being sold to a television company or anything yeah they just throw up on crackle and just like get it out so when it first came out it was like an app yeah and um and it was just it was full of terrible, terrible shows. I got you. Maybe just think. I got American Netflix when um, Arrested Development four premiered on yep. on on that yep. exclusively. Yeah, so I got too. it to watch that, and then I got rid of it after a few months. Just did the trial, the yeah. in, the in and out with the trial. I know. I did it. I, I don't usually do that. I've still I always forget gym membership. I forget, and paid. then I pay the membership. Yeah, I'm like signed up to like this app called Life Sum. What? <laughs> What is that? You it's, do a lot of app purchases. I've seen you. You do it like uh, <laughs> I, I don't buy anything on my phone. Really? No, I don't. I like to buy an app. I think it's gonna, like I buy all those lifestyle ones because I think somehow it's going to make my life better. You can't laugh. Life sum. Well, you love this. Yeah, okay. Life Life sum is like um, two wackos against one here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like input everything you do. And we'll like tell you whether you're a success or not. So it's like, <laughs> what? So it's like oh, I've had seven glasses of water. 
It should and just like, come up with after you've downloaded everything you put in your body app. and every exercise you do, you like input all. You like it's like being a walking bureau of statistics <laughs> sort of machine. Oh my god! And um, so subscribe to that. And <laughs> have you been doing it, or did you? Stop? No, good lord, no. Yeah. No, two days maybe. It's just a lot of effort. Yeah. Like I feel like it should sense what goes in so I don't have to put it in. <laughs> well, that the next step me. the next step will be like I'll just life counter. It'll just be how long you've got left to live. And you can <laughs> yeah. do stuff like drink water, it'll go up a bit or like, you know, you'll go out and it'll go down a little bit. Well, there's that. But that doesn't make sense because you can get hit by a car or something. Yeah, but that's unlucky, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about natural causes. Natural causes. Natural, okay. that's life, life, lifestyle. That's what it is really in a general sense. It's like get healthier doing I'm just this. trying to help you if you're thinking of inventing this. Life I'm just counter. telling you it's a, <laughs> not going to work. If I if I'd invented it, the final thing I would see is the counter counting down the last few seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, I've wasted my whole life. I've only had seven seconds left. Ah! <laughs> and you would come steal the invention and make money from it. Is that no, app, I'm not going to steal that invention. Is that app where you put in like how often you see your parents and how what? old you are and how old they are and then it gives you a number for how many times you're likely to see your parents again before they die. <laughs> so, that is so and, depressing. And based on most people's sort of stats, if you don't, particularly if you don't live in the same city as your parents, it's like 12 it's so depressing. This is a apps. comedy podcast. Yeah. Kyra, why did you bring that up? Sad apps. <laughs> I just like the app where like you can take a picture of an animal and make it talk, animate it. Oh, that's pet. the best. That's a great app. Yep. Those, are mine. Those apps are up my alley. Oh, is it Yakit? Yakit's great. What's Yakit? Oh, if you're not onto Yakit yet. If you're it's exactly what you're describing, but with any picture like you can make anyone speak and, yeah. Oh, okay. Add a voice and it's mm. <laughs> Look at the size. Apps look good on that screen. Look at the size of that screen. I know. I just got the big one. I got it for my birthday. It's massive. I know. It's great. Do you watch movies on that? No. Is it big enough for that? Yeah. Do you have Netflix big... on it? Yeah, I do. Do you watch movies on your mobile phone? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where? Like when you're on the run or what? When you're on, on yeah. transport? From Sometimes the cops. Like... <laughs> on the I'm running from police. This is a perfect time. <laughs> For well, a bit okay, of you don't of watch them at home <laughs> sitting on the couch in front of the TV, right? Like on your phone. No. no. So on the train to work. Yeah. Um, at work. <laughs> um, out and about. Um, in bed. Can't be bothered to get up. Yeah. Um, sideways in bed. You know, iPad's too big to sort of hold weirdly when yeah. you're lying on your side. Whereas the whereas the phone is like, it's there sideways, you know, it's on the angle. On the toilet. On the toilet's good. I tend to watch TV series like that instead of movies like that because they're shorter. So, you know, it's the times that you're doing that, you need a, you need a quick fix. Yeah, a little quick one. Do you watch... In front of like my girl, my pet hate from my girlfriend. She'll like one of the people on her phone a lot. Like while the TV's on, she'll put stuff on and just sit in the phone. Yeah, Reese does that all the time. And oh, I have to like I have to have phones away and concentrate. I mean, there's some shows like new like news or sport or something like that. But like a TV show or a movie, mm. you know, I want to concentrate. And she'll just sit in the phone like and like sort of listen, half watch it. And I think it's a new thing that's happened since phones. Like people will half watch stuff. Yeah. Double screening. Yeah. Double timing. We need more. We need so much Double sensory dipping. input, you know? Like we need just you need your phone, you need you need the television, you need 
Reese does oh, it with IMDb. Sure. He's actually sort of t- brought me around to this. Oh, so he's doing stuff on the movie though. He's not on Facebook and Instagram. And no, stuff like he's that. like he's like watching the movie and also studying the. That's movie. not that bad. That's not that bad. But I feel like when you're looking I do up. That. You do, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm coming around to it. I do that it. post, but I don't do it during. You're going to miss stuff. That's what I think. Yeah. And like, because I, I, I like it and I, I've started doing it, but I don't like myself for it because I miss things. Like I miss the cinematography or something or whatever of the movie. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes a scene yeah. is written like for a build up. It's not, it's the sum of all moments. It's not each individual moment. So like, you know, by, by breaking your concentration, you, you're losing that. Yeah. Especially in like a thriller. You'll lose that. Yeah. You'll lose the... Um, Suspense. Yeah, but I like playing the game because um, it makes me sad. Of like, you see a little side character and you then look at them up. Uh, you look them up on IMDb and you realize they haven't worked since. Yeah, and like you think they at that moment they're like, "This is my breakout I role." I find that amazing. And now my career's because I've about- thought that so many times, <laughs> and then nothing's happened. And so I'm like, "Oh God, am I that person?" And I often like look it up and go, "Yep." Yep, this could definitely I think about like, like those like Jack Lemon, like the original like the odd couple, for example. Yeah. Like there's there's the two of them, there's Jack Lemon and um what's his name? Um oh, the Do you guy. I'm Debbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, we're in the middle of a podcast here, right? He was in um <laughs> You know, Grumpy Old Men. Um What's his name? Jack Lemon and uh Oh fuck, this is gonna be hard to listen to. It's going to be real hard to listen to. It's going to be great. <laughs> just cut this They're bit out. They're all shouting it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so there's like the two of them and they are like the main, they're the main stars of the film and everything. But then Walter? Walter, no. Walter Matthau. Yes. And the, so there's like the two of them and they're the main stars. Absolutely. And they, mm. you know, have made many movies together. But that film is a bit of a ensemble cast. Like there's another four sort of actors in their friends group of people who are around playing poker all the time. Yeah. Never seen or heard of them ever. And they were in like one of the biggest comedies of the year. They would have been been touring around the States doing the press junkets. Yep. Like, you know, we get people who come here to Australia from America on press junkets and stuff that will just be gone. Like Paul Dano. I've got a bit of a fixation about Paul Dano. You do? Yeah. You mentioned him a disproportionate amount. So <laughs> 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 like Paul Dano this, Paul Dano that. I really like him, but he's like the most forgettable guy ever. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah, see? He's he's the he's the weird kid in... Um, oh, he's in so many movies. In Little Miss Sunshine. He's the priest kid what? in oh, Let There Be Blood. Oh, okay. Awesome. He's got like a very plain face. Yeah. Funny shaped head, actually. Yeah. And he's very good. But like in, unless he goes on now to do like a, to become a huge star, he's gone. I know. <laughs> but movies will forget him. And it's awful because he's really, really good. But in 50 years time, he's gone. No one will remember. And he's on the world's, like. Yeah. It always makes me think how big you have to be to not be forgotten. There's so many actors. That's the thing. Like compared to other arts, like there are just so many. Like, Well, you have to do other stuff as well. I think you have to write and produce stuff to be to have a long no, career. No, but it's Kyron speaking about this now. I'm just thinking about how many, like, even from eras. You remember, like, musicians. Maybe I'm being a bit naive, but like, you know, you remember a few from each genre. You remember like a few comedians mm. and actors. There's just thousands and thousands. Yeah, Kyron's saying that more. Like, you know, anyway. Yeah, I was thinking of another one, John uh, Kazal. I don't know Kazali, maybe surname, but he was in. He uh, died at a young age, like 42, but he appeared in five 
films uh, that were like not nominated for an Academy Award within six years. It was like one of the most bang like every film he was in. Mm. He was in The Godfather. He was in Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, wow. He was in The Godfather Part Two, Deer Hunter, and, and he just died. No one ever knows him. He was just like always the. But he was, you know, Al Pacino, supporting actor with Al Pacino in Dog Day Afternoon. He was a big actor. Yeah. And he's usually mentioned in, like, cult things now. But, yeah, no one, no one ever knew it. Like. <laughs> it's ama- it's amazing. I find that amazing. Like, I, I, I think that George Clooney is probably safe. Yeah, yeah. In the annals <laughs> of time. But he's also, he started creating his own work. You yeah. know, he went into producing and directing and stuff. So, yeah, I think you have to start. that's what makes you safe. Yeah, I don't like know. how do you become Shakespeare or the Beatles essentially? Like because there's so many, there would have been so many playwrights around Shakespeare's time. Like Shakespeare was not the only playwright. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there would have been thousands of them across the UK, and most some of them really good, I imagine. But yeah. like <laughs> all forgotten, <laughs> <laughs> all of them. So it's like today, if you're not if you're not George Clooney. You're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. You're gone. If you're not Oscar Wilde of your day, everyone else. It seems that we only actually remember one person. One, yeah. One person <laughs> represents an entire creative community <laughs> of thousands of people. All right. It's all right. As long as like one or two people watch it. Yeah. The stuff I make, then I'm fine. It does, it does mean that <laughs> there's heaps okay. of gems. Yeah, you, you know? just you're constantly discovering stuff. Yeah, it's always hidden there. But you've you you make films now, and you're in stuff. And you, when did when yeah. was the crossover? Did you like? Were you growing up as a huge movie fan? Yeah, I was always a I was always like a addict of TV and film, and would just watch it for hours on end. Mm. TV was my third parent, I yeah. think, in a lot of ways, because my both my parents work full time. So I, as long as I could remember, I wanted to make stuff, and then. Did you make stuff as a kid? Yeah, I did. Put on a lot of performances. Yeah. Did quite a risque one when I was eight. <laughs> remember, I put on <laughs> a swimming costume, hat backwards, and sung um, "Let's Talk About Sex" to my parents. I don't know why I did that. That was it. So awkward. Yeah. Just demanding the talk. Just like sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I was like so cool and like pushing boundaries. <laughs> Watch this, mum and dad. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> this weird eight-year-old kid. I would have been so uncomfortable for them. I made like a I made like a Bond ripoff when I was maybe twelve that starred my cousins. Oh, cool! And it was on like um, it was like down south, so um, in WA, which is like um, you know, uh, round yelling up, which is I don't know. I guess it's like. Great Ocean Roadie or it's kind of like the South Coast in New South Wales or whatever. And um, there was this scene where the bad guy, uh, what was it? I think it might have, I don't know, one of the guys. So this is an original script that you wrote? Yeah. yeah oh, that's script. cool. Yeah. Um, he, he rode in around the corner on a scooter. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just, a, just like a Razor scooter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you decorate the scooter? Like, did you put gaffer tape on it or something so no. it looked like it? Oh, no. No. No? Uh, Don't need that. No production. No required. Yeah. We're on a schedule. Budget was low. Budget was low. Couldn't afford the gaffer tape. Um, and he, when my cousin, Robert, when he first came around the corner for, on the first take, uh, he fell off. 
because he was trying to turn the corners too tightly at too high a pace yeah. and um, grazed <laughs> all up and down. It was quite badly injured. But um, I had to stick to schedule. I had to get this film done. And so I was like, I was quite a hard director. And <laughs> like pushed him back out and we, we had to keep shooting. So he, he did it injured. <laughs> Performed Again. his own stunts. <laughs> that was great. I should find that and put it up because it was like, there's like fight sequences. and Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Good. We just had um, family videos. I didn't like film anything myself, but we've lost most of them. But I do remember one because we traveled through Asia a lot when I was a kid. And there was one of us, the three of us, sitting on a crocodile that just had its tail under a bench and they had trained this monkey to come up and grab a bit of food from its mouth just as it, like, shut it. And I don't know what they did it, but we did to the crocodile to make it so placid. But we went and sat on it and we were all terrified. So Jesus. I have a video of that from when I was a kid. Wow. Just our parents going, go sit on it. <laughs> go sit on it, we're filming. <laughs> yeah. Get that third parent involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Safer exactly. in front of the telly. Oh. Did you, you film anything? Were you a filmmaker, Ray? Oh, I, I used to put on a few magic shows as a, as a kid. Oh, uh, the, fancy man. And, um, yeah, a bit of stuff like that filmed. What sort of tricks did you do? Oh, you know. So they're not tricks, are they? How to make the Illusions. money out of my dad's wallet disappear. <laughs> 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 and how to make the plate that was once formed smashed all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> Did you have an outfit? Uh, oh, we used, uh, we used to have like these, we used to put like poles in our legs, in our shoes, uh, pants, but <laughs> have like another pair of shoes on. So it like, looked like we had four feet. <laughs> And they were our outfits. <laughs> They're actually quite funny. You know? So funny. I'm surprised it hasn't really taken off. Uh, I feel well, like you could get behind it. Again. Yeah. Yeah. You could be the man to make that happen. Maybe, maybe I will. Things, things come along now, though, uh, because it wasn't, I don't think so anyway. I don't think it was you sitting on a crocodile that got uh, accepted to be a finalist in Tropfest. No, that was. Um... <laughs> That was more the meaning behind the film. Yeah, that was that was the subtext. Um, no, that was. But these, of, yeah. So these days now you make um, make real movies, real short yeah, movies. Yeah, real. Like the and one that Ray was films. in. We just made a feature film. Got into Slam Dance. Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Very exciting. How does it feel to finish a movie? Uh pretty good because it was a long process and we didn't have any money. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah, it was great. Because that's epic. Yeah. yeah. Not too many people have that feeling. Yeah, it was great. It's great to like have it screened and, you know, finish, just finish it. I feel like we thought naively, I was like, yeah, it's just like a short film times however long it is. But yeah. It's so much more than that. There was only three of us who kind of put it together. The whole thing. Do you ever, ever get used to how tedious days are when you're filming? You know, because in my mind, I'm always like, oh, it'll only take a few hours. And then you go there to do something, you're like, Oh, this is fucked. It takes all day. You have to give it over that, or is it just always going to be long? Um, I don't know. I think you get used to it. Finding coping mechanisms of like when it's you're just so the waiting long, time, isn't it? And you've got to yeah. do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, not always. As if I just filmed something and I was like, two takes. <laughs> That's all I get. <laughs> Move it along. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the slowness is like, I think you just get a book or something, mm. hang around. It's good then when you're hanging around good people when you're bored. But yeah, yeah. So start to start to finish, how long, how long were you working on this one project? 
the feature. Um, we started filming mid-2013 and we got the <sighs> final thing done by mid-2014. Right. And then we entered festivals and got rejected a bunch. But now we're in Slamdance. So it was like a long, it's been a long process. And Slamdance is in Texas? In Utah. Utah. It's exactly at the same time and place as Sundance. Is it similar? Well, I was going to say, what's the correlation to Sundance? It was created as a um, a reaction of a few people who didn't get in a couple of decades ago. So it's the ago. alternative to, to yeah. alternative film festival to Sundance. But it's quite so. niche because it's like first time directors and a budget under a million. Yeah, right. And they only pick thirty films or something. What was the budget of your film? <laughs> The budget. Did you go? Did you get under a million? Did it come in under? Oh, just. <laughs> um, I've yeah. We if we paid everyone properly, it would have been more. Yeah. But we had no budget, so we spent about twenty to twenty five thousand dollars. Epic. But even because, that, I can't even believe you had that much money. I'd be like, oh, let's just take the money and run. <laughs> twenty five grand that could disappear so far. Yeah, I know, I am. <laughs> yeah, how much of that did you spend on pokies? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Let did you, you put it all on black, <laughs> or did you? Did you chocolate well? <laughs> <laughs> Why did everyone take a limousine to the first day? <laughs> a happy actor is a good yeah. actor. Our, um, <laughs> our catering was Tetsuya's, um, but it was worth it. It was <laughs> a full performer is a great performer, <laughs> and champagne every day. Another day done. Cheers. Yeah, that's... I can see how twenty five grand would disappear instantly. Yeah, and we didn't pay like none of the actors got paid, and the boys did a lot of the stuff. The two directors did a lot of the editing and everything themselves. So, and we borrowed a lot of equipment. The biggest expense was buying a taxi and then we the whole film was uh, composed originally, so all the music's original. That's so great. That's, yeah. So big chunks of money went certain places. But what happened? You bought a taxi? We bought a car that looked like a taxi and then the guy's dad... An Uber? Sorry. That's still okay. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. And then we just got taxi stickers. And stuck them on. <laughs> taxi stickers. Like a little model car, but a big one. That's great. What's, yeah. What do you do with the taxi now? It was a piece of shit, so it broke down. So the last, we had to get a few final shots, but the car wouldn't drive anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> you look carefully, you we had to you really it. trick it. Like when we're smashing it, it was just in someone's um, someone's front lawn. It yep. wasn't, yeah, it was in Brian's sister's <laughs> front lawn and we were just real close up of smashing it. <laughs> That's amazing. Broke down. Um, well, before that is shown at Slam Dance, a little movie is coming out next week. Are you excited about Star Wars? Yeah, I am. You a Star Wars fan? I am, but I don't remember a lot of stuff because I was either too young or too stoned when I watched <laughs> stuff. So, but I do, I, I am a Star Wars fan. Well, the episode of Spoiler Alert next Tuesday is called Luke, He's Your Dad. Oh. Um, it's Star Wars themed. Um, it's going to be pretty cool. You're going to be there. Yes. Uh, Brendan Cowell is going to be there. Um, Justin Hamilton, very, very funny comedian and huge film nerd. Uh-huh. But he loves Batman. He's also into Star Wars. 
um, so be there as well. And also Angus Truscott. Do you know Angus Truscott? Laura? I don't know Angus. Angus Truscott uh, is from popular uh, podcast Hey Fam and Greenlight Boys, but also was the work experience kid on Star Wars Episode 2. No way! Way. And, <laughs> and, and I believe oh. that he may have taken some trophies from the set. So we're going to ask him all about that. Um, on Tuesday evening because I think he cool. stole from the yeah. Star Wars set, which what? is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I want to see what he managed to steal. Mm. I don't know how. I feel like they'd have – I guess they didn't know what they were doing at the time, no. how epic it was going to be, so it would have been – I think he stole Joel Edgerton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be super fun So thank you for coming here And Thanks into our lounge room podcast Before our live show On what? Tuesday What? Um, and it's, it's, got, it's got quite sweaty in here I yeah, am it's pretty hot. dripping wet it's, it's a warm day <laughs> Everything's wet <laughs> and gross <laughs> Did you say it was raining earlier today? It was going to rain That's why I wasn't riding my bike oh, right. But now it's just held off because Ray was like, oh, Laura's worried because it's going to rain. And I was looking at the sky at the Going, time. It is super blue. <laughs> no, I looked at my app. I don't look at the sky. I look at my phone and all my apps and that's how I live my so life. It's the same, with, like it's same with movies. Like it's not even like you can't even look at the sky now. It has to look at the, <laughs> the phone before the sky, you know? <laughs> You're such a nature man. <laughs> it's right. like my attention to be a one thing and... Whatever we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Head to jardwarf.com.au for tickets and we will see you Tuesday. Thanks. Bye.